Hey everyone, I'm Jeremiah Isley with Board Games FM, powered by TheologyofGames.com. It's Tuesday, October 10, 2017, and we've got some fun things coming up for you today, including a short review of Corleone's Empire, also known as The Godfather, from Simon, designed by Eric Lang. Spoiler alert, it's really good. Also, don't forget to answer this week's two legit questions. What are your favorite co-op games? And tell us about your favorite fall activities or traditions. Thanks again for tuning in. Stay tuned. We've got a lot of cool stuff coming up today. Uh, once again, I'm Jeremiah Isley for Board Games FM, powered by TheologyofGames.com. Join in the conversation. Use that call-in feature or comment on this segment. Thanks so much, and we'll talk to you soon. Hey, AJ, this is Firestone here calling in to respond to your great question about what my favorite set collection game is. It would have to be Raw. It's a classic Reiner Knizia game of pressing your luck, reaching into a bag, pulling out things, buying sets of, of uh, tiles, some of which you want, some of which you don't want, forcing other people to buy things early and overpay for them. It's just from his classic phase. He hasn't done much in many, much in uh, a number of years, but man, at this time in his life, he was just creating some of the best board games that ever existed, and that's one of them. So, raw, specifically raw with three players. I'm not sure there's a gaming experience that's better than that, and it's all about set collection. So, there's my answer to your great question. Thanks for the topic. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Hey everybody, this is AJ from Board Games FM, powered by Theology of Games. Today, as I'm on my way to work, I wanted to talk to you about a game I played last night, which gives some light to a game that's coming out in the future. And that game is on my hot list right now. It's been there for a while. It's called Clank. Clank is a deck building game in which you take a meeple on a game board and you begin to move him based upon your cards through the upper levels of a castle down into the depths of the dungeon of the castle where you're going to be collecting artifacts and treasure for victory points and try and make it out of the castle before you wake the sleeping dragon too many times to kill you. So hopefully you can make it out before that. As dragon cards come out into the market row, you're going to be pulling cubes out of his bag based upon clank that you put in or noise that you made. Every time you make noise, you put clank into his bag and every time a dragon card is drawn, you pull that clank out. Hopefully you do not get your cubes pulled out of that bag. Hopefully it's other players. So we have a ton of fun playing this game. Last night was actually the first time I ever won the game. And it was interesting because we were playing the first expansion for Clank, which is called Sunken Treasure. Sunken Treasure was great. It added some uh, new cards to the game, which I was really excited about. They really enhanced my gameplay and actually helped me win, I think, some of those cards. But also it adds a new double-sided board, which has some underwater areas. It has a pirate ship, I think, too, on, on the top of one of the boards. So that's the upper levels is the pirate ship. And then the lower levels, you have some water areas where you can get some better treasure if you can go down in there. 
And um, I was really excited to see some of these new features in this expansion. It was really fun playing this new one. But uh, enough about Clank. I want to tell you about the new version being released called Clank in Space. Now, Renegade Games announced, I believe on August 6th, that they would be releasing a fully um, singular game, uh, standalone game, excuse me, called Clank in Space. Now, Clank in Space is going to have a modular board, meaning it's going to change every time you play it. So, I don't know exactly what that's going to look like yet. I haven't heard too much about it yet, but I'm excited about it. So, if you played games like Chimera Station, where you're building the board as you go along, or Terraforming Mars, where the board's kind of growing as you play, it could be something like that, or it could be a pre-setup, where you have to just set up the board randomly, and that would be cool too. So I'm excited about the modular board. I'm also excited about the theme because just having your uh, meeples on a spaceship rather than in a fantasy setting is going to be really cool. I love sci-fi and so I think it's going to be great that you're on a spaceship and you're trying to evade these aliens um, while trying to claim some treasure. I don't know if it's going to be treasure or if it's going to be something else. I can't wait to see. So I'm hoping to see this game make its appearance um, in the early spring. It might be at Essen. I'm not sure yet. I'm not even sure Renegade Games has announced when it's going to come out, such as the gaming industry. But we want to know what you think about this game coming out. Did you like the original Clank? Are you excited about the new Clank? Post your comments below or feel free to call in. Remember to check us out at TheologyGames.com. See you soon. Hey, it's Firestone here from Board Games FM, powered by Theology of Games, just bringing you some board game news today, hot off the presses. Fantasy Flight Games has done it again. <laughs> they have announced an, another expansion for Elder Sign, which is a cooperative dice game that came out a number of years ago. And I kind of got into it um, when they came out with the first expansion. And I had this idea, I don't know why I did, because it's Fancy Flight, but that, oh, this will be kind of a manageable thing and there won't be too many expansions for it. Well, they just exp announced expansion number five, Omens of the Pharaoh. So they've had Unseen Forces was the first expansion, and that one was good. It mostly was the same kind of thing, added some um, just new uh, cards and enemies and so forth. Gates of Arkham was the second expansion, and it was fantastic. It added some really great mechanisms, This uh, and just it's the best expansion that came out for it. Then they came out with Omens of Ice, and I liked that one. It was a little more of the same. Omens of the Deep came out, and I still have not even picked that one up, because um, as Fantasy Flight does, they put out so many expansions that it eventually gets to a point where I'm overwhelmed by them. I can't keep up with them time-wise. I can't keep up with them financially. I can't get every single expansion for this, and yet I will do my best to do that. So now they've announced Omens of the Pharaoh, which is obviously a an Egyptian-themed one with where you're fighting and uh, trying to stop the Dark Pharaoh from coming into power, and it adds a new time or a new tra uh, kind of a transportation time travel thing that you can move back and forth in time to fight these enemies. It sounds pretty cool, and I'm sure I'll pick it up, but I still have to get Omens of the Deep. So what about you? Have you played Elder Sign? Do you keep up with these expansions? Fantasy Flight loves to throw them at you, but you know what? They're really good, and they're really fun. So let us know what you think about Elder Sign. It's a game I love. What do you think? Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you later. Bye.
Hey everyone, Jeremiah here with Board Games FM powered by Theology of Games, bringing you that review of The Godfather, Corleone's Empire, as promised earlier today. So let's just start off by saying that this is a game for two to five players that takes about 60 to 90 minutes, designed by Eric Lang and published by Simon. And I'll give you just a very quick look at how the game plays. If you know anything about Lords of Waterdeep, it plays a lot like Lords of Waterdeep, but just set in the Godfather universe or theme or setting or whatever you want to say there. The meat of the game is the worker placement aspect. You place your workers in businesses in in New York City, and they shake down the front of the business and they give you resources, which are things like blood money and drugs and uh, stuff like that. So you shake down those businesses. You also have family members as workers that you place on the borders of turfs or territories, which are kind of like the boroughs or districts in New York City, like the Bronx or Wall Street or the Upper East Side, things like that. When they get placed, they shake down the backside of any business that is in any territory that they are touching. Like I said, they're on the borders, so they could touch more than one area of the city. Their influence is much stronger than just a thug. And once you have resources, you can do jobs. And this is where the game gets really fun. Those jobs can be things like car bombs, which kills everybody else's miniatures in a certain area, or uh, a drive-by, which will take one particular figure off the board and dump them in the Hudson River. The main goal of the game is to put as much money as you can from your hand that you you gain this by doing jobs and and shaking down businesses and you you try to get that money from your hand into your suitcase which is literally a metal little shoe box it's not a shoe box size it's smaller than that but it's about a card deck size suitcase that has a lid that opens up you put your money in there, you put any completed jobs in there, and that all counts towards victory points at the end of the game. So that's a really rough, really quick overview of how the game plays. If you like worker placement games, you are going to love this game. Whether you're a big Godfather fan or not, I'll be honest, I've seen the films, they're good. I'm not a huge Godfather, oh, I love it, it's so great, you know. I know people that are totally into it and they give it high praise, rightfully so, but you don't have to be that person to enjoy this game. If you like worker placement games, you're going to love this game. It's really, really fun. The timing becomes so much more strategic when the risk of going to a great spot also runs the risk of uh, being killed, having that figure killed, and then you lose influence, and that just kind of trickles down and really affects the game and how you are positioned for the rest of the game. So lots of really fun decisions, tense moments, and great thematic elements. Like literally you put your, the figures of the dead gangsters in the Hudson River. So that's just one of those fun things that's a part of this game. I give this one a very high recommendation. It has earned a spot on my shelf for as long as I can think of. It's I don't know that many games are going to come and topple this one out of my collection. 
It is highly recommended. It's becoming one of my favorite worker placement games. And I, I think you should check it out. That's my humble opinion. If you want to see my written review of this game, head over to TheologyOfGames.com. We published it just today. You can check it out there. And I also do another fuller written or not or spoken uh, review of this on That's How I Roll a few episodes back. So you can scroll through that and check that out as well. Thanks so much for taking a listen. Thanks for tuning in. Call in. Let me know if you've played this. Let me know what you think. Are you on board with this as being one of the great worker placement games that's come out in a long time? Let me know what you think. I'm Jeremiah Isley for Board Games FM, powered by Theology of Games. We'll see you next time.